Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Danielle Moyer, Stephen Oglesby, Not an Alien, Judica, Sarah Nice Skin You Got There Clary, Evan Thorne, Rebecca Swain, Jace Rose, Atara, Shantae Osborne. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 114 
cracked foundation. Statement of Anya Villette regarding a cleaning job on Hilltop Road. Original statement given April 22nd, 2009. Audio recording by Jonathan Sims, head archivist of the Magnus Institute. London. Statement begins. I don't know this place. They said I should come and talk to you. A few people did. People I thought I knew, but they were different. I should know this place, I think. I used to go to the Tate a lot when I lived in London, and I I passed the building, but I don't know you people. Nothing makes sense anymore. It was meant to just be a quick job. Since the divorce, I've been back working as a cleaner, and for the last month or so, John Hector Lettings in Oxford have been bringing me in to get student houses ready for next year's occupants. It's not always pleasant work. After all, students are not exactly careful tenants. I've had to spend more than one afternoon scraping and repainting bedroom walls for some soon-to-be dropout that turned the room into a hotbox. But it pays the bills. Barely. I guess this is why I was so keen when I got the call about Hilltop Road. A nice, simple job. No pulling out instant noodles from behind the oven. No post-grad party gunk to find behind the sofa. Just a newly built house that needed a good clean once the builders were finished. Hoover up some plaster dust, wipe down the counters, a bit of polish on the metal fittings. Easy. If there were already beds in there, maybe I'd grab a quick nap, make up for all the unpaid overtime I'd had to put in steam cleaning the last house where some of them had made active use of the bedroom. All told, I thought it was the break I'd earned, and not a moment too soon. It was raining when I pulled into the house. Not heavy, but... The sky was that soggy grey that lets you know the weather isn't changing any time soon. As a rule, I don't mind the rain too much, but there was nothing relaxing about this weather. No regular thump of droplets tapping on bin lids or windscreens. You just ended up damp and grumpy. I've been thinking back, trying to remember if I got any sort of sense about that house, whether the windows were darker than they should have been, or if the frame of the place was heavier I don't know. Hard to tell. I was too busy trying to manoeuvre the keys without having to put my bag down on the waterlogged path. It wasn't until I actually got through the door that anything seemed to be at all wrong. Even then, it was only small things, easy to ignore. I'm not superstitious, never used to be at least. So how dim the lights were made me think that the owners were cheap. Maybe they'd decided to go all in on those weak energy-saving bulbs. The cold, I just thought it was an empty house that hadn't turned the heating on yet. The small movements of the dust covers. That was the first thing that actually caught my attention. The owners of the house had already filled it with furniture. Not good furniture, of course, just the cheapest Ikea had that wouldn't collapse under the weight of a textbook. It was all assembled, though, and covered with thick sheets of white plastic to try and keep the dust off. Not a strange sight in my line of work, so I just ignored it and 
headed down to the kitchen to start wiping down the surfaces. I don't know why I always like to start in the kitchen. It sort of feels like the heart of a home, at least to me, and I like to begin there and work outwards. Or maybe I just like food. And by the time I start on a job, I, I'm usually already hungry for lunch. That said, the sort of houses I usually clean, I'm more likely to lose that appetite when I stumble on something in the kitchen. This one was almost pristine, though. A bit of dust on the surfaces, some careless flecks of paint was the worst I had to contend with. Even the oven was spotless and new. But as I was wiping down the sink, I sort of zoned out. The window in the kitchen looked out over the garden, and I froze as I noticed that in the centre, there was a tree. It was still bare from the winter, and from the top of it there were these eight thick branches, just stretching out at all angles, some reaching up to the sky, and some... it felt like they were reaching towards me. It was almost black against the dark grey sky, and the rain made it shine. My mouth was dry, and I suddenly had this vision in my head of walking out the back door and standing at the base of that tree, as those branches bent and snapped and came down to grab me. But I was in the kitchen and I, I was still dry. I finished up quickly and headed off to do the rest of the house. I tried to ignore it, just told myself I was having a weird bit of paranoia, getting myself worked up over nothing. I don't believe in ghosts, you know, and even if I did, it was a new house. It's not like anyone's building over ancient burial grounds in East Oxford. But even then, I was finding it hard to ignore the movements. Slight rustles in the dust sheets that covered the furniture, shadows they made that didn't quite work with the shape they should be, or this lump or, or angle sometimes, so I'd wonder if they were just covering chairs. Whenever I turned around, I swear I heard them shift, and when I looked back, I can't be sure, but I think they would be different, covering something different. I never got the nerve up to take any of them off, though. I just pressed on, tried to get the place clean and finished as quick as I could. Living room, bathroom, upstairs bedrooms. It was almost getting dark by the time I was finished. It was such a relief as I started to pack up my bag and I was just about to zip it closed when I remembered the cupboard under the stairs. It hadn't been included in the job list, but in most houses I cleaned, I like to give the storage spaces a bit of a tidy and a vacuum as well. It's always brought up by my employers as evidence of my thoroughness, and I took a lot of pride in it. But in my hurry to be finished and out of Hilltop Road, I hadn't even checked it. I looked at the small door, then back to my half-zipped bag, and I decided to just take a quick look. Just a quick look. It was a new house, how dirty could it be? Obviously it was my decision. I remember... The little handle was warm. I, I don't know if that's just my memory playing tricks on me, but I do remember that. 
it opened to reveal stairs going down into a basement. Nobody had mentioned a basement. Not when they gave me the job, not on the floor plan they'd given me. I'd had absolutely no idea it was there. I found my legs were shaking as my brain pushed forward one question over and over. Do they expect me to clean down there? I decided, again, just to have a look. Just a quick look. See if there was anything down there that did need my attention. Maybe it was already spotless. Or maybe it hadn't been tanked and was still just bare brick and stone too raw for me to do anything with anyway. I just had to check. It was warmer down there. Warmer every step. And I found myself brushing cobwebs from my face as I got further down. Until, at last, there I was. Stood in the cellar of Hilltop Road. There was just a very quick second of relief of letting my <laughs> breath out. I saw how damp it was, full of unfinished brickwork, definitely not something any estate agent would expect me to clean. And then I noticed the crack. It seemed to split the floor right down the middle. It was jagged, vicious, like something had torn out the ground with a hook. It was maybe a foot across at its widest, and so dark inside it made my teeth ache. I'm not sure how I saw it. Thinking now, I know there wasn't any light down there, but that horrid gap was clear as day. Darker than just the simple lack of light that surrounded it. And then I was at the edge looking down. And those eight spindly arms reaching up to pull me in. I couldn't have screamed even if I wanted to. I woke up in one of the chairs, the dust cover clinging to me like a cocoon. I threw it off and ran out of that house, and I haven't been back. But now... Everything's wrong. I went to clean that house on April the 23rd, 2009, which, according to all of you, is tomorrow. But it can't be. That was two weeks ago. I, I, I've tried to talk to my friends about it. Those are my friends I can find, but, but they seem distant. Like they don't really know me. Everything is just wrong. I can't find my favourite coffee shop. And I don't know who you people are. Statement ends. Interesting. I'm not really sure what to do with this one. Martin brought it up, said he'd found one that related back to Hilltop Road, a thread that's been nagging at me for a while, but... I mean, it seems straightforward enough, except that it never happened. As far as I can tell, Anya Vallette doesn't exist. John Hector Lettings does seem to be a real estate agent in Oxford, but according to our inquiries, they've never employed anyone by that name to work as a cleaner, nor are they currently responsible for the infamous house. Basira found a couple of possibilities online that might have been her, but the two that almost matched both professed complete ignorance to any of this. As far as we can tell, the house has no estate agent looking after it, and no current owner. Certainly no plans to lease it to students. 
I've half a mind to just go down and have a look at it myself, but I don't know. Ever since it first came up, I felt like it would be just a very bad idea. We've been trying to get a closer look at the documents, figure out who technically owns the place, but it's been over a year and we're still waiting. I haven't really had the time to follow... Hello, Tim. Oh, God. Come in, please. Good to see you, boss. How have you been? I'm not going to lie to you, Tim. It's been a difficult few months. Good. And ha I would like to hear how you've been doing. Me? Oh, I've been just fine. I'll see you later. You're sure? You've not... There is nothing you want to say to me? Nothing with that thing here, no. Interesting. What do you think is listening? What? What do you think is listening to the tapes? Don't do that. Sorry. Don't. Sorry, I didn't... And you know what I think. It's that the thing that runs the Institute, the Watcher, or the Eye, or whatever. I dis... I disagree. This whole place is a temple to the Eye, Tim. I don't think the tape recorders make any difference. Elias, then. In that case, we'll stick to talking about things he already knows. Why are you so set on having it running? I... Look, if you want my honest opinion... I don't. Whatever is on the other side of those tapes is just as invested in stopping the circus as you are in avenging your brother. You listen to it, then? My statement. I listened to all the tapes. I, I had no idea how much of a, a mess I left this place in. I I I'm sorry. Bit of an invasion of privacy. I assume that's a joke. <laughs> Isn't it just... How did you know I was going to be here? The others haven't seen you in weeks, and you've still been using the computers here, accessing files and, and books. I, I know there are some exits to the tunnels outside the Institute, so I guessed you were using them to get in and out, avoiding any tape records. Okay, whatever. But how did you know I was going to be here now? I just did. You just did? Great. Buy one spooky telepath manager, get one free, is it? Fantastic. That's not what this is. Oh, and how about you read my mind Tim, now? that is... I can't. Because I can give you a clue. It ends in off. I... I assume you've been doing your own research into the circus and the unknowing. I would like to pool our knowledge. So, why don't you archivist me then? Just pull it straight because out. Because I don't want to. I am not your enemy, Tim. <laughs> like that matters. These things aren't human. It's instinct. You can't not. I'm still me, Tim. I'm still me. You know what? You're actually right. What? You're the only one. I, sorry, I, I don't follow. Tim? Do you know why I avoid the others? Uh, you said, the, the tapes. No. How can I be sure who they are? You know oh. how long that thing pretended to be oh, Sasha? God. And I had no idea. I knew Sasha for years. We... I don't know Martin as well as I knew her. I barely know what Melanie and Basira look like, or that weird murder cop. 
How the hell am I supposed to be sure of any of them? Tim, I... I didn't realize I... I didn't think I'm... I'm sorry. I mean, there's worms and hallways and clowns and... In some ways, it doesn't even register. Like, just another spook. But I can't trust them. I'm gonna destroy the circus that took my brother, and I can't trust them to help. And me? <laughs> well, if you're trying to spy on us, you're doing a pretty shitty job. You haven't been here for months. That's not fair. Sometimes I was kidnapped. <laughs> Which is not a good look for a spy, is it? Fine. Anyway... You're a spook too now, aren't you? This place loves you too much to let you get swapped. What about Elias? Surely he's the same. Oh yeah. Great idea. Let's just all trust Elias. Point taken. Screw it. I know where they're doing it. The, the ritual. And I think they're almost ready. R right. Where? In the House of Wax, in Great Yarmouth. Oh, I thought it might be there. But the, the others, we, we couldn't find any evidence of, of movement or, well, life. I had to wait almost two weeks, but it's there. Why do you think they're doing it so soon? Skin. That's what they need, right? They tried to take yours. Yes. Well, last week they went on a couple of field trips to a pair of cemeteries. Who did they take? New graves. No flowers. The first had a name on, but no dates, no inscription. George Icarus. I, I don't know the name. Who was the other? Tim? Gertrude. What? Yeah. I, 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 I thought she was cremated. I, I guess not. So they did get an archivist's skin, after all. So, what's the plan, boss? I, uh, I think you're going to like it, actually. Oh, yeah. Should be quite cathartic. I just need to confirm a few details. Fine. But you don't cut me I out. I won't. I... I promise. Now, um, if you'll excuse me. Oh, uh, uh right. Y yes, well... You're not the only one that knows his way around the tunnels, so... 13, 14, 15, 16. All clear? Uh, y yes, yes, uh, all clear. Sorry, got a bit lost. Don't know how you find your way around down here. Practice. Are you all right, Daisy? Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us like it down here. No, well, no, me neither. It feels... Uh... Empty. Yeah. Is that it? Yes. How long have you had that shirt? Um, what? That shirt. You get it in China? Uh, America. I had to borrow it. There was... There was blood. Sure. Why? Hmm. Shall I... I'll leave you two alone. I right. need to have that chat with Elias. Right. Right. Yes. So... Have you been? 
Fine. Kelly mannequins for Elias. Band a clown. Must be alright. Has he said anything about the plan? No. Is there one? Um... Sort of. Oh. That real? You tell me. Where'd you get this? G Gertrude left it, uh, apparently for this uh, exact situation. <laughs> Where did she get it? I, I find myself asking that question a lot. So, this ritual, you're just gonna blow it up? Uh, I mean, as long as you know how to, I mean, uh, you can use this stuff? Yeah, reckon I can. Good. So, do you have a plan? Um, we're working on it. You think she's found him by now? Maybe. Maybe he's not watching anyway. I, I just, I feel safer if I think he's distracted. Is the, the rest of it. Yeah. Is. And Martin, he's okay with it. It was his idea. Yeah. You think it'll work? No idea. If you can get me your Basiri the oh, oh, tape. Oh, yeah. The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims and directed by Alexander J. Newell. To subscribe, view associated material, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. Visit us on Facebook or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Join our communities on the forum via the website or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun! and see you later.